welcome to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. I'm John Rawl. You can reach us here on the program at 803-816-1170. Operators standing by. We want to hear from you. It's been a while since we've had y'all feedback. We need some. We need to hear your text. We need to hear your voice. Let us hear from you on y'all. We're nice people, I promise. 803-816-1170 on Twitter. You can find us at Y'all Show. Also on Instagram, The Y'all Show. Give us a follow. Help us grow this thing. Let us get wild and crazy like kudzu. This is the show for and about the South. This is the show for and about y'all. Good to be with you here on Friday as we close out the week in style on the Y'all Show. Coming up here on today's program, we're going to take a look at this weekend in college football. Believe it or not, college football actually begins Saturday. And we'll tell you the handful of games that will be going on a handful of Division 1A games and at least one semi-important 1AA contest going on in Montgomery, Alabama. We'll tell you about it in a little bit here on the Y'all Show. And we'll rewind to our interview we had on Tuesday of this week with Dr. James C. Cobb. He is a retired professor at the University of Georgia. He used to be the head of the Southern Historical Association. And he had a fantastic article recently in Time Magazine. And we're going to go back to Tuesday and replay part of our interview with James C. Cobb, noted author, noted historian. And you're going to learn some stuff about the South maybe you didn't know prior to hearing this interview and the portion that we're going to run that is an encore of our Tuesday interview. That's ahead here in Hour 1. In hour two of today's Y'all Show, we do this every Friday in our second hour. We get it going with our montage of great music. <laughs> we like music, and I know you do too. And so we'll get you in the right mood for the weekend with a couple of David Lee Murphy songs, Party Crowd, Dust on the Bottle. And then we always throw in a, a surprise song. And this week's song is something that is bittersweet it's it's a great song okay but the reason i'm playing the song in hour two today to complete our three pack of great songs i didn't realize this artist had died this artist died two years ago we're talking about tejano artist emilio now if you're a country music fan you'll remember emilio had at least one mild hit back in the mid 1990s and we're going to play that song in hour two but he died two years ago, and his sons actually sent out a press release this week about remembering his birthday. Emilio would have turned 53 this week, but unfortunately he died two years ago. And I remember Emilio. I think I had a chance to meet him maybe once or twice when he came to Nashville. Good guy from Texas. Grew up in the San Antonio area. But, yeah, he died a couple of years ago, and I didn't even know it because he wasn't a major star. I guess his passing didn't get a lot of headlines. But we're going to give Emilio the proper y'all salute here on this Friday edition on our montage, our great songs. So hang on for some Tejano, Texas-style country music coming up on the Y'all Show. And we'll have our hashtag hullabaloo in hour two. Always a fun thing to go through. We've got some goodies we found on Facebook that we're going to share with you. And we'll close out this week's y'all with not only... A look ahead at the weekend in professional sports, but have you heard of this big three basketball thing that's going on? Well, they've got the championship tonight in New York City. 
and I'm going to tell you about it. It actually features former NBA stars that are like playing this a little bit weird but kind of exciting league of basketball. And it's August, and we're talking about basketball, pro basketball on the Y'all Show, but the championships tonight, and it's, and it's on, on Fox. It should be fun. I saw something like when it first started in Oakland at Oracle Arena, and you saw people like Glenn Big Baby Davis out there playing, former LSU star. It was good to see Glenn Big Baby. He actually is pretty good. And a couple of these other, I'll call them washed-up NBA stars, getting a chance to get back on television, I guess make a few dollars, show off their basketball skills. <laughs> it's kind of funny. The Birdman is going to be a big part of this game on Friday night in New York. So we'll tell you more about that tournament and what's going on with Major League Baseball and more this weekend as we close out our hour two and give you, as we always do, our proper send-off for the week from Dixie with love. Well, as we look at the happenings across the Southland, we start in Oklahoma where school has started back, but there's a shortage of teachers despite Oklahoma giving the public school teachers a pay raise. You might remember that there was a big walkout in Oklahoma City earlier in the year, in the last school year. Well, now Oklahoma has a shortfall of teachers, and that is causing major problems in Oklahoma right now. And the emergency teacher certificates are being filled out to help qualified faculty help get the schools up and going. But I kind of... Kind of bizarre that they, they give them more money, and now there's a shortage of teachers. To prevent school closings, the Republican-dominated Oklahoma legislature approved its first tax increase in more than two decades to provide an average pay raise of $6,100 for teachers, which went into effect this month. But again, shortage of teachers in Oklahoma, and that's affecting the start of school in that state. In the state of Char in West Virginia, in Charleston, West Virginia, you might remember seeing Donald Trump went there this week to stump for a Senate candidate named Morrissey at a rally in Charleston, West Virginia. Well, now Morrissey's opponent, the senator for West Virginia currently, Joe Manchin, the Democrat, well, he's responded to the rally that Trump came and had in Charleston, West Virginia. And uh, Trump says a vote for Patrick Morrissey is simply a vote to make America great again. That's that's how Trump sees it. Well, Manchin doesn't see it quite that way. And and uh, that West Virginia, I think, had the largest percentage of votes for Trump than any state in the country, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have all the stats in front of me, but I do believe in 2016 that, uh, that they went handily for Trump. And Morrissey's come out and said, liberal Joe is no friend of President Trump. Well, Manchin wasn't very happy about that. Manchin has now responded to all the verbiage going on in West Virginia this week. He said, quote, Trump can't hide Patrick's work record of basically being a lobbyist for the opioid industry in Washington. Manchin went on to say Trump is not going to be able to protect Patrick Morrissey or hide Patrick Morrissey's record from the West Virginia people. He just can't do it. So the political race for Senate in West Virginia it's a getting exciting in the Mountain State. Moving over now to Augusta, Georgia, and we told you about the young lady who's been in trouble for leaking a classified report of Russian hacking. Well, 
her sentence came down this week, and Reality Winner was sentenced to 63 months in jail by a federal judge in Augusta, Georgia, yesterday. She's a 26-year-old former National Security Agency contractor, and she was charged last year with copying a classified U.S. report and mailing it to an unidentified news organization. She pled guilty June 26 to transmitting national security information, and now Reality Winner in Georgia is going to go to jail for about five years for leaking a secret report. A judge has awarded a South Carolina woman more than $6 million because she was held captive on a Spartanburg County property for more than two months back in 2016. You may remember this. This was that horrible deal where serial killer Todd Colehep had killed some people, buried them on his property, and this woman actually was able to catch somebody's attention, Kayla Brown's her name, and the authorities showed up, rescued her, and they found out that her boyfriend, who she and her boyfriend had been abducted by this serial killer, well, the boyfriend had been killed, and they ended up finding other bodies on the property, but somehow Kayla Brown, who was tied up, was able to get out with her life, but now the estate of the serial killer, Todd Colehep, is now going to award Kayla Brown with more than $6 million. She had a lawsuit against his estate and him, and that is what the judge ruled in Spartanburg County, South Carolina. Remember, they found Brown chained inside a metal container on Cole Hep's property in 2016, and her she and her boyfriend had been missing for two months. But luckily, she was able to be rescued. Unfortunately, her boyfriend and a couple, Johnny and Megan Coxey, their bodies were buried on the property, and they could not be saved, unfortunately. Brown faced her kidnapper in court back in July. But a very d- disturbing story that, at least financially, Kayla Brown will be getting something from the man that took her boyfriend's life and kept her chained for two months. Did you hear about Kroger? They're going to eliminate plastic bags by the year 2025. If you go to Kroger, and Kroger's in a large part of the South, I know they're in the Mid-South, they're in the Georgia area, they're scattered in South Carolina, I think, and the Carolinas maybe, but really based out of Cincinnati, Ohio, so they have a presence in northern Kentucky and more. Kroger, which operates multiple grocery stores such as Harris, Teeter, and Fry's, also looking at doing the change there, but they're going to get rid of plastic bags within the next seven years. This is part of its zero hunger, zero waste commitment which aims to not only eliminate waste that can be harmful to the environment, but also curb food waste to help feed people in communities. I don't know what they're going to replace it with. I guess reusable bags is the thing to do. Paper bags will still be available free of charge. So you go back to the old days, the old brown paper sack. And Kroger, you might see people having that a lot more of. But I think Kroger really wants people to have the 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 reusable bags that you can buy in places for a dollar. Some places even give them away. Some places have cute ones. Some places have very boring, bland, reusable bags. But no more plastic bags in Kroger, according to the release that came out this week from the Cincinnati-based company. Here's another company that's kind of had a legacy in the South that also begins with the letter K, not Kroger, but Kmart. And Kmart, which is part of the Sears Corporation now, there are 
Several Kmarts now that have just been announced are going to close, unfortunately, and that includes several Sears stores just announced this week closing across the South. Now, this is a nationwide announcement, but stores are being evaluated. And here's a listing of some of our southern locations of stores closing by the Kmart Corporation and Kmart closing these Kmart stores. No more blue light specials in these southern towns. Cape Girardeau, Missouri, Columbus, Mississippi, and the third southern store to close is Scott Depot, West Virginia, Kmart. Now, a couple of Sears branded stores are going to be closing across the south that we want to tell you about. Tampa University, University Square Mall is closing, and Doral near Trump's Golf Course in Miami, that's closing, and Naples, Florida's Coastland Center Sears store closing. Savannah's Georgia's store at Oglethorpe Mall closing. In Atlanta, the Cumberland Mall location. And in Brunswick, Georgia, the Mall Boulevard location of Sears is slated to close. And let's see, in Kentucky, the Florence Mall, which actually has a water tower outside of it called Florence Yall. The Florence, Kentucky location of Sears is closing. The Hammond Square Drive location of Sears in Hammond, Louisiana, will be closing down. Also in North Carolina, the Glenwood Avenue Raleigh Sears location shutting its doors in the state of Texas. The Memorial City Way Houston in Memorial, Texas, shutting its doors, that Sears store. And in College Station, Bryan, Texas, the Sears Post Oak Mall location also closing. And finally, in Fairfax, Virginia, the Sears at Fair Oaks Mall shutting its doors and all 46 Kmart slash Sears stores being shut down by Sears holding an icon of the past evaporating before our very eyes and as a former and proud Kmart employee clock number 91 that makes me get very sad I've helped put on a blue light special in my life didn't really enjoy that I did enjoy working in the electronics department where as a teenager I got a commission on electronic sales, and back in the 80s, a lot of people bought their electronics at Kmart, and I, I got a commission. Not a bad gig. <laughs> I was making more money than a lot of people who had full-time jobs, and it was just a side job for me as a high school student. So thank you, Kmart. You can't blame me. That was like 25 years ago or more. Can't blame me, Sears Holden, for your financial woes with Sears and Kmart. Louisiana and Mississippi are leading the nation in the number of people who have become the most seriously ill from West Nile virus this year. State Department, state health department officials in both states are warning residents to take precautions against mosquitoes, which spread the virus. As of August 21st, Louisiana had 18 cases of West Nile encephalitis or meningitis out of a national total of 133. The Magnolia state of Mississippi had 15 such neuroinvasive cases. By the way, Texas had 14. California had 12. The state epidemiologist in Mississippi, Dr. Paul Byers, said Mississippi is always among states with the highest rates for West Nile virus. He says, regardless of whether we report the disease in your county, we want everybody to take those appropriate precautions. So watch out, Louisiana and Mississippi, for the West Nile virus as your states lead the country for that in 2018. A police dog was left in a car by a cop in Columbia, South Carolina. And this cop, canine, canine, the canine, I guess it's a cop canine, because any dog's a canine, 
but this canine service dog died from heat after being left by his owner for six hours in a car. The Columbia Police Department had a press conference this week and the police officer won't face criminal charges after his dog was left in a police vehicle for more than six hours and died, according to Police Chief Skip Holdbrook. He's been suspended without pay for five days. Now, if that was a regular person, you have to wonder why he got away. Well, the master police officer, David Hurt, had the air conditioning on, but for some unexplained reason, turned off a heat alarm and left his windows open July 26. Hurt failed to even come to his vehicle to let the Labrador Retriever mix named Turbo use the bathroom, behavior that shocked seasoned dog handlers, the chief there in Columbia said. I don't know what he was doing for six hours, but to leave your dog in a car, even if you think it was being properly air-conditioned, seems rather weird to me. But yeah, Turbo, the police dog, died after being in a car for six hours. And I, I know the car malfunctioned, and or the cop wasn't thinking straight, uh, and his dog, I'm sure he's heartbroken by it. Those canine officers and their and their animals are, are, are very close bond all over the South, all over the country. And in Columbia, South Carolina, the Columbia Police Department grieving the loss of a canine after an accident, I guess is what you would call it. Remember the movie Top Gun from back in the 1980s, one of the great Tom Cruise movies? Well, they are actually filming a sequel to Top Gun right now off of Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah, the sequel is actually going to feature Tom Cruise, and it's being filmed aboard the Norfolk-based aircraft carrier USS Abraham Lincoln. And this film was ba out back in 1986. One of the great ones. In fact, somebody gave me a name when I worked at Kmart. I just talked about Kmart. When I worked at Kmart, one of my coworkers, one of my punk high school friends, gave me the name of Goose from the movie Top Gun. I hadn't even seen it because I wasn't 18 years old in 1986. I couldn't see a movie. But this, this boy had seen it. And he started calling me Goose because he thought I looked like Top Gun's right hand, his wingman, Goose, that got killed in the movie. I saw it later on VHS years later, and it comes on cable TV from time to time. But they're filming the sequel to Top Gun right now in Virginia, and should be fun. How about Tom Cruise? He's not slowing down. He's just had the Mission Impossible movie. I think it was a 6-1 come out, and he's all over the place. Tom Cruise, who's, I assume, in his mid-50s. I don't have his exact age in front of me, but, man, he's a busy guy. And filming the sequel to Top Gun. Love military movies, even if they are a little little hokey. In this case, it was more of a love story than a Navy film. But I'm sure it helped sign up a lot of sailors who became airmen in the U.S. Navy. This is sad news coming from the Lone Star State. A boy in Crowley, Texas, has died after falling unconscious during football practice this week. 13-year-old Kyrell McBridge Johnson died this week, and his mother, Monica McBride Deb, spoke with the local NBC affiliate and said that she was at her son's practice Wednesday when she saw him collapse on the field. She said that the team was running drills when her son signaled to her that they were about to take a break. He held his hand up to me, she said. So I started getting water ready, but unfortunately he collapsed and he actually died there in Texas during this football practice. So I'm sure they're looking into exact cause here, but a sad story is this youngster, 13 years old, dying at football practice in Crowley, Texas.
Another passage in the music world, this comes from Leonard Skinner, as it was announced Thursday that the man who helped write Sweet Home Alabama and a former guitarist for Leonard Skinner, Ed King, has died at the age of 68. He died in Nashville. The cause of death was cancer. King joined Leonard Skinner back in 72 and was part of the first three albums with their distinct three-guitar sound. Now, King left the band two years before a plane crash that killed two, singer Ronnie Van Sant and guitarist Steve Gaines back in 77. He rejoined the group 10 years later and played with them until he retired in 1996 due to heart problems. He also was an original member of the California psychedelic rock group Strawberry Alarm Clock, which had a hit with Incense and Peppermints in 1967. The death of Ed King, former member of Skinner and a songwriter of Sweet Home Alabama fame. When you write a song like that, you don't have to work anymore. <laughs> and uh, we want to salute forever the legacy and the uh, great music Ed King played and penned during his time. Also on the music side in Nashville Thursday, three country music legends and a Nashville pop star have become additions to the Music City Walk of Fame. Brenda Lee, Miss Dynamite, I think is her nickname, Ray Stevens, Jeannie Seeley, and Ben Folds make it now 84 now, stars now on the Walk of Fame, the Music City Walk of Fame in downtown Nashville. Brenda Lee, whose song, I'm Sorry, and she also had Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree that you hear every year, honored, and also... Ray Stevens, who had the big song, Everything is Beautiful, but my favorite Ray Stevens song, Mississippi Squirrel Revival. Jenny Seeler's been a Grand Ole Opry member for 51 years. Her biggest song was Don't Touch Me. And then you got Ben Folds, who is really more of a popster, but he was on a reality show several years ago. I remember seeing him do all that, but he is more of the younger guy in the bunch. But a great honor as these four get inducted into the Music City Walk of Fame in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. Good job there. Arkadelphia, Arkansas, somebody there needs to start paying attention. This week it came out that Arkadelphia found out they had bought some land way back in 1955, but they forgot about it, and they're just now finding out 60 years later that they owned a piece of property. They actually were looking to maybe buy the property when they went back looking at deeds and found out the property at 1306 Clay Street had actually been purchased by the city of Arkadelphia, Arkansas in 1955. Now city workers find the lot and they're going to try to start developing it. And the bought, that was bought back in 55 for the cost of $1,000. So I, I guess... I guess they weren't paying taxes. I'd love for the city that I live in to forget about me and forget that I own property and not charge me a tax bill. I'm sure all of you, all of you feel the same way uh, about your municipality. If you live in a city or county, forgetting about you come tax time. But yeah, they, they only own property. They, they, you know, they ought to pay for that tax. They ought, they ought to have to pay for that property they own. Even if it was 60 years of delinquent not paying, they should they should fork it over in Arkadelphia. And our final story from across the Southland to give us a little humor on a Friday comes from Shreveport, where a 27-year-old Louisiana man is accused of filing false divorce papers, and his 50-year-old girlfriend 
is accused of forging the man's wife's name on them. <laughs> Can you believe this has happened in Caddo Parish? And the sheriff there, Steve Prater, says the wife found legal documents showing that she had been granted a divorce she had never requested. A news release Thursday quotes Detective Mike King as saying the wife didn't know of the proceedings or want the, to divorce her husband. In the statement, Demario Clark of Shreveport was arrested on a charge of filing false public records and Lisa McKinney was arrested on a charge of forgery. Clark's bond set at 5000 McKinney's at $2,500 and that is unusual to go ahead and fake somebody's divorce signature on divorce papers and the person didn't even know they were so-called divorced. We got some creative people here in the South. What more can I say? <laughs> When we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to switch over to the gridiron. We're going to talk about college football. We've got some football games that are hours away from kicking off tomorrow. We'll tell you all about it. Plus, two former Auburn football players playing in the Great White North make fools of themselves, frankly. But it catches a lot of attention. And the people in the Canadian Football League decide, yeah, you know, maybe we're going to change the rule. Maybe this will give us a little bit more attention across the border. So we'll tell you about that. That's ahead on the Y'all Show. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Whether you brew the craftiest beer or offer the sharpest haircuts in town, we've got the right business cards to promote what makes your business great at Vistaprint. And right now, we're offering 500 custom cards starting at just $9.99. You can choose everything about your card, the shape, the paper, and you can design it yourself or ask for a little help from our support team. So get the most bang for your... And head to Vistaprint.com to get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7373 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7373. Hey there, I'm a glue stick, so I have one job. I glue kid stuff. So sorry for being jealous of Geico, who does a ton more. Like give you 24-7 access to thousands of licensed agents. And Geico has been around for over 75 years and has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. While I've just got mediocre adhesive skills, Geico also has an award-winning mobile app. Uh-oh, arts and crafts time. No eating the glue stick, Miss Lydia. Geico, expect great savings and a whole lot more. Hey, 
the Y'all Show continues. Welcome back. Your host, John Rawl, talking about the South, the land of cotton, the land of y'all. And here on this show, we talk news, opinion. We talk clothing and style. We don't do a lot of that, but maybe we should maybe we should add that a little bit more here on the Y'all Show. Don't you want to know the proper fall lineup you need to have in your wardrobe? Man, we need to get an Hey, if you're an expert on fashion, let us know, because I certainly don't claim to be Mr. Blackwood, Black, Black, what is it? Mr. Blackwell, that's it. See, that's kind of good that I don't know that. But yeah, Mr. Blackwell, remember Mr. Blackwell's list? I don't even know if that still goes on. I haven't heard about that in a number of years, but Mr. Blackwell always had the list of what's hot and what's not in fashion. And I'm not trying to be Mr. Blackwell, but maybe we need to find Mr. Blackwell or whoever's Mr. Blackwell of 2018 and get you ready for fall fashion. So we have that. We have business news. We have political discussion and dialogue. We have all kinds of food talk here on the Y'all Show. We have a lot of fun, F-U-N, fun. We also talk a lot of sports. And right now on the Y'all Show, we're going to get your feel of college football. College football starts in one day. Most of you, it starts in one week but it actually starts tomorrow we've got college football we're going to tell you about the handful of games that you actually can tune in and watch tomorrow games that actually aren't preseason nfl games they're actually regular season college football games that we'll tell you about so hold on for that but up first college football news coming from the sec that we want to get to jimbo fisher is in the news and he says that the Aggies are open to all inquiries about an ex-player's allegations. This comes out Thursday from College Station after Fisher said he's taking allegations of NCAA violations and mistreatment levied by a former player, quote, very seriously, and that he's going to cooperate with any forthcoming investigation. This follows former linebacker Santonio Marquille. I don't know how to say his name properly. Marcel Marquille. He's made numerous allegations to USA Today on Tuesday about cash-changing hands for hosting recruits, practices that went beyond allowed time limits, and mishandling of his own injury. Jimbo Fisher said his program will be, quote, open to any probing of his program. Now, what's a little weird about this is, remember, Jimbo Fisher's in his first year in College Station, and this player who signed with Texas A&M under former coach Kevin Sumlin, who's now at Arizona. I can't even imagine how some of these allegations happen because it's only a few months that Fisher's been there. But this is a developing story, and a lot of uh, other Texas A&M players got out there and said different things about the situation on Thursday. I went to my go-to guy, Gabe Bach and TexAgs.com. I didn't really see much. Now, they're they're gonna, they're gonna homers, okay? They're maroon and white homers. I wouldn't expect them to get too critical of Jimbo Fisher. Oddly enough, Texas A&M had a media day Thursday with coaches and players. and Maybe that's where some of these players reacted at that event in College Station. But this one... There may be there may be fire where there's a little bit of smoke here. We'll keep our eye on Aggieland. Jimbo Fisher, he's being accused of some ugliness by a former player. 
LSU coach Ed Orgeron's had more than his fair share of Tigers be suspended indefinitely. But this is good news for the Bayou Bengals as defensive back Christian Fulton was reinstated to play by the NCAA on Thursday. This follows a lengthy suspension. And Orgeron was meeting with reporters Thursday evening, said that Fulton was eligible to play immediately. He's a junior cornerback and was a blue-chip recruit back in 2016. And he originally served a two-year suspension for tampering with a drug test, but had appealed the decision. So he's going to be suiting up when the Tigers hit the field against Miami next weekend, it looks like, if he's going to be playing at all. At least he won't be restricted from playing. Get to know the name Christian Fulton, a cornerback for LSU, getting the purple and gold light to advance. We've told you many times here in the last two weeks about what's going on with Mike Bobo, the Colorado State head football coach and former Georgia football quarterback and longtime assistant in Athens. Well, he also has been giving uh, green and gold light, in this case, to advance tomorrow as the Rams actually start the 2018 season tomorrow against the Hawaii Warriors. And he says that he's going to coach Colorado State's game against Hawaii. He's been hospitalized since August 11th, being treated for numbness in his feet. But he returned to practice on Wednesday, and the school posted a video of Mike Bobo showing up at practice on a golf cart. The coach said he's back. We'll find out. He's 44 years old, and he's being treated for a peripheral neuropathy and was encouraged to go to more medical testing. He did some treatment at a Denver hospital over the weekend. He got hospitalized originally back on August 11th after a Colorado State Rams scrimmage after experiencing numbing, numbness in his feet. He had a knee replacement surgery this past spring, but doctors have ruled that out as a cause of his condition. Mike Mobo, look for him on the sideline. Hope everything works out well for this Georgia alum coaching the Colorado State Rams in their first game tomorrow. Now, about those first games on Saturday. Let's go through the lineup. The Rams do host Hawaii. That's a 7.30 Eastern kickoff at CSU Stadium in Fort Collins. Other games, Duquesne plays at UMass. You have the Prairie View Panthers traveling to Rice Stadium in Houston to take on the Rice Owls. The Wyoming Cowboys travel to the Aggies of New Mexico State. And I, I would say the biggest game on the weekend might be North Carolina A&T facing Jacksonville State in Alabama. But this game is going to actually be the FCS kickoff going on at the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. Jacksonville State has been a very good team in the FCS ranks in recent years. North Carolina A&T, because they're in the MEAC, the MEAC and the SWAC meet together for a bowl game, the first bowl of the season, which really isn't even a real bowl game since these two teams are FCS schools, the SWAC and MEAC champions. But because they do that and don't go to the FCS playoffs, now, North Carolina A&T can't go face a team like Jacksonville State or other Southern superpowers in the postseason. So, that should be a fun game. North Carolina A&T and the Jacksonville State Gamecocks and the FCS kickoff. That game starts at 7 Eastern Saturday night in Montgomery at the Carampton Bowl. Speaking of Alabama football, the Auburn Tigers have a couple of players in the Canadian Football League, and the league says now, following a couple of touchdown celebrations by former Auburn player Duke Williams, 
who made a name for himself for absolutely looking like a goofball celebrating a touchdown. I think he went through, they had like in Canada, those little signs down on the field where you have advertising on them. Well, he went crawling through one this week <laughs> and and it was not a very good sign and signal and it ended up costing him as his team got a penalty. Now, another War Eagle alum, Darvin Adams, remember him, wide receiver? Well, he caught a 72-yard touchdown pass for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in their game against the Ottawa Red Blacks. And how did he celebrate? Well, he took a TV camera from a cameraman and turned it on his teammates, and they congratulated him. So he stole a camera after he got a touchdown. Well, because of his action and his fellow Albie Duke Williams, the Canadian Football League says that they're going to relax the rules on touchdown celebrations. No more 10-yard penalties for objectionable conduct. I hope the NFL is not listening. It's already bad enough in some cases in the NFL how they celebrate jumping up and doing the Lambo leap and stuff. I know that's their tradition. That's that's not that bad. But we, we saw, who was it with the Cowboys that went and jumped in that bucket a couple years ago? I think that's a penalty. But the Canadian Football League looking to, to make some fun and make a go of it. Give those guys credit. They they do it in three downs in the CFL, not four downs, and they have a longer, wider field. And they're if, if that's not enough to convince you to watch a game a little bit in the CFL, their uprights are at the position that they used to be in the states, right on the goal line. So if you're not paying attention as the receiver, boom, yow! Now that's a, that's a highlight moment there for Duke Williams and his buddies that want to get on camera running into the goalpost. We hope that doesn't happen. But some news from the Canadian Football League from a couple of former Auburn Tigers. Well, that's a look at the college scene here on the Y'all Show. And don't forget, in Hour 2, we're going to have some more sports talk. In fact, we're going to talk about Big 3. That's the 3-on-3 Pro Basketball League, which is having its championship tonight. This was founded by Ice Cube. We'll tell you who's playing in the championship game tonight and other things going on in sports before we get out of here for the weekend. That's ahead on the Y'all Show, but up next we're going to have James C. Cobb, a little portion of our interview that we did with this Southern historian. That's up next. Stay with us. The Samsung Galaxy Note 9 has arrived at Sprint. For a limited time, get the super-powerful new Samsung Galaxy Note 9 at 50% off with a Sprint Flex lease. It's the fastest Note ever, and you can get it on a network built for unlimited. The Samsung Galaxy Note 9 is also perfect for gaming. Take your Fortnite skills to a new level with the largest battery ever seen in a Note. Along with a 6.4-inch edge-to-edge infinity screen and stereo speakers, Galaxy Note 9 also features a smarter camera and a mightier S Pen with remote control. Make the switch to Sprint right now and get the Samsung Galaxy Note 9 at 50% off with a Sprint Flex lease. Plus, get annual upgrades with Galaxy Forever. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com slash Samsung, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Note 9, 2083 per month after 2084 per month. Credit applied within two bills. Requires new line and 18-month lease. Early termination results are remaining balance due. Upgrade after 12 lease payments. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes. Requires qualifying plans. Subject to credit. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone. 
the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Jessica Alba, entrepreneur and mom. When it comes to helping students succeed, I'm all in. And so is Staples. That's why I'm teaming up with Staples for Students and DonorsChoose.org, the charity that helps teachers bring learning to life. Join us by donating in store or online at staplesforstudents.com. Your donation will help local teachers make a difference for their students because every kid deserves a great start this school year. Delta and all of the Piedmont and the Sand Hills and the Wiregrass and the Bluegrass and am I leaving anything? The Rolling Hills. Yeah, we got it all here on the Y'all Show. The Boot Hill, the, let's see here, the Midlands, the East Texas Prairie. Yeah, all of the South. We're trying to get all the little nicknames of our different subregions of the region. This is y'all with John Rawl. Thank you for being with us here on this all-Southern program. Earlier this week on Tuesday, we had a great interview with Dr. James C. Cobb. He is a retired history professor at the University of Georgia, and he's a former president of the Southern Historical Association. Now, Dr. Cobb is an incredible writer. He's penned a number of books about the South, very intellectual, very easy to talk to, too, as you'll hear now. We're going to go back to Tuesday and hear a portion of our great interview with Dr. Cobb talking about the South as he had a recent article in Time Magazine about the region. Here's that conversation. Playing with Yankees is, is lots of fun. They, uh, you know, they, they, they love, Garrett Faulkner said that, uh, you know, they were prepared to believe anything about the South. Uh, it didn't have to necessarily be bad. It just had to be uh, bizarre and strange. <laughs> and, and, and and so you know you can uh, I always kind of love playing to uh, playing to their stereotypes and uh, uh, you know I had a I had a reporter one time who was writing a a piece uh, I think for New York Times Magazine about uh, uh, Northerners coming down to rescue uh, abandoned dogs in the South really and and so uh, you know I I. Uh, um, and, and this was kind of, you know, it was, a, it was, it was starting with the premise. Well, you know, we, you know, this is not, uh, how is it in the South that people don't care, uh, about their dogs? I mean, what's wrong with you people? And, uh, and so I, th- I thought, okay, this is, uh, it's time to lay it on tape. So I said, well, you know, we, 
we, you know, we Southerners, we, you know, we still hang on to frontier traditions and, and, you know, we, we view dogs as animals that should be able to take care of themselves. You know, they, um, uh, 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 we just, we don't see that, that, that there should be, you know, that level of care and attention to them. Um, it's just part of our, our rural, uh, heritage. And I could just hear the keyboard just, slapping you know she's just going crazy trying to get all this down and what i didn't tell her was at the time i had just paid about three thousand dollars to have acl surgery on one of our dogs (laughs) (laughs) but she bought that old kind of you know country uh country hit explanation that you know just it's just you know these folks are not not living in the modern world uh because it was such an appealing, easy stereotype for her. I guess they think we all have barbecue dog in addition to everything else we barbecue here in the South. Who knows? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I hope that's gotten a little better, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's not gone entirely. <laughs> well, we we know that stupidity and backwardness knows no geographic boundary. James C. Cobb. Yeah, but- th- go. I'm sorry. No, I uh, uh, I was going to say, you know, it's, it's um, uh, you know, Louis Grizzard had a saying about uh, uh, it's one thing to, to to say that the South has more than its share of people, uh, as as Lewis used to say, who think the moonshots fake and wrestling's real, uh, but uh, that, that's not to say it's got all of them. <laughs> you know, you there's no better interview that can end with a Louis Grizzard quote. A no, UGA alum, just like you. everything. Yes, 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 he is. I'm, God, yes, he is. God bless his soul, which is ashes scattered there at Sanford Stadium. Is that where your yeah. ashes are going to be scattered? I doubt they let my ashes in Sanford Stadium. I mean, I, I'm there, although my body's been there a lot. Okay. Uh, all right. Hey, I got to ask you. I, I'm I'm certainly not on the on the highest level of this scale, so. Uh, it's okay if you're not up there either, but before we get out of here, we were talking about trucks. James C. Cobb, what will we we see you driving around Athens and Clark County in if we saw you on the highway? You asked the perfect question. A 1994 GMC Sierra 4x4 with 110,000 miles oh. on it and no paint. <laughs> James C. Cobb from Georgia Talking On the Y'all Show, we encourage you to go to our archives and listen to the complete interview from Tuesday of this week where Dr. James C. Cobb was our guest. You can go into iTunes Podcast and find that episode for Tuesday, or you can go to any, any streaming device and find our podcast. We encourage you to do it. It's all free, and every show we've ever done since back in June of the Y'all Show is a free download. So if you've got a couple of days to kill and you want to catch up on the Y'all Show, Well, do it now, because the longer we keep doing this show, you may not be able to catch up. We've got probably 60 episodes under our belt now. That's just a guess. I'll give you the exact number maybe before we get out of here today. So that's another reason to stay tuned for today's show. But it's all y'all here on the Y'all Show, and we appreciate James Cobb being our special guest on Tuesday, making us feel smarter about our beloved South. When we come back in Hour 2, we're going to start it off with our Friday Free For Y'all Great Music Ahead and we'll have our hashtag hullabaloo, too. This is The Y'all Show.
Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Whether you brew the craftiest beer or offer the sharpest haircuts in town, we've got the right business cards to promote what makes your business great at Vistaprint. And right now, we're offering 500 custom cards starting at just $9.99. You can choose everything about your card, the shape, the paper, and you can design it yourself or ask for a little help from our support team. So get the most bang for your... And head to Vistaprint.com to get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7373 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7373. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I've never felt more alive. Disclaimer, GEICO cannot guarantee you will feel more alive. You either possess functioning respiratory and circulatory systems, or you do not, or you are a zombie. If you are indeed a brain-starved zombie and you would like to save money on car insurance, the GEICO legal team applauds your excellent life choices, even in your shambling afterlife. But we strongly encourage you to visit GEICO.com or download the GEICO app. Please stay a minimum of 500 feet away from our large and presumably delicious, delicious brains. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Y'all talk with a southern accent. John Rawl back here for hour two on this Friday, and this is David Lee Murphy. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights Misery looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming the back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck So take my keys and lock them up tight And let the good times flow I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young and I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick The blues can't hang around 
Keep on, keep it on, son. That's party crowd. Sound like Jerry Reed there, son. Jerry Reed knew how to have a party crowd. He actually punched me on my cheek in jest just before he died, like the same year. So I have that honor. And it's on film. I need to dig that up sometime and see if that led to my downward spiral being punched by Jerry Reed. <laughs> no, it didn't. But Jerry, I would rather have you not punch me, but could you have given me some of them cores that you haul back from Texarkana or wherever you got them from? Smokey Independent Driver. Great Southern, great Georgia guy, Jerry Reed. And, but that song there, Party Crowd, was from David Lee Murphy, who Man, tore it up for a while back in the 90s, then went away, and then came back this year with a number one song. We played that on our very first y'all that we ever did. The first y'all back in June had David Lee Murphy's number one song with Kenny Chesney. After 20-something years away from the chart, he comes back, well, from at least having a hit record, he comes back with Kenny Chesney and Everything's Gonna Be Alright was the number one song back two months ago. That song there, Party Crowd, big hit back in the mid-90s. He also had this song that was a big hit at that same period 20 plus years ago. A little dust on the bottom. Trio Williams, they lived down a dirt road. They made homemade wine like nobody I know. Dropped by one Friday night and said, can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want to trade her right. He said, I got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. He said, there might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing As you climbed inside You slid over a bit close And we 
drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached down to the front seat and said Now here's something special It's just been waiting for a night like tonight There might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you about what's inside There might be a little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time Dust on the bottle, David Lee Murphy here in hour two of the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Well, we love these old country songs that were hits, just like that one from David Lee Murphy. And the one he had prior to that one you heard from, Party Crowd. David Lee was lucky enough in a time back in the mid-90s to get some songs on the top of the charts. Maybe not number one songs, but songs that got tons of airplay and continue to get great airplay. Well, there was such a boom 20-plus years ago in Nashville. There were so many record companies, so many stars, so many people trying to become stars. And country music reached out at that time to try to broaden the format. And one of the things they did was they tried to bring in Tejano music, the music that was famous in Texas and in Mexico, Mexican-Americans, Love Tejano music in that part of the country. And Selena, you might remember, that's the first time I'd ever heard of Selena when she died, actually, which is kind of sad. But Selena was a major Tejano star, but she was a popular person back in that time period, roughly. Well, this gentleman that we're about to hear from also was a major force in Tejano music. His name's Emilio. You may remember him. Emilio is a San Antonio native, and he had... About 10 songs that became big on the hot single track chart for Latin tracks. And he caught the attention of people in Nashville because he was called the Garth Brooks of Tejano. And in the mid-1990s, in 1995, he had a record come out on Capitol Records called Life is Good. And this song produced a top 30 single called It's Not the End of the World. And I'm going to play that here for you on the Y'all Show. This may bring back some memories. The, the song was out. It got a fair amount of airplay. The video got a lot of airplay. I was working at Country Music Television 
and we played Emilio. I got a chance to, to meet him as well. I'm not trying to name drop here on this show, but it's just, this is a guy who hardly ever came to anywhere outside of Texas, but he came to Tennessee to help promote his new album and his new single at that time back in 95. And when you're at CMT, they're going to come try to you know play for you and meet you and sign an autograph and all that kind of good stuff. Well, Emilio did that. Great guy, nice guy. Remember his southern mannerisms, even though he was a Texas boy. Uh, but he, he loved music. And like we said, his nickname was the Garth Brooks of Tejano. Well, this song came out, had some mild success. It ended up being the biggest song he had on the country chart. Now, we're playing this, sadly, because I didn't realize this. But Emilio died back in 2016. He died at the age of 53 in New Bronzefell's Texas after some health issues. It was not expected his death and it was natural causes how he died. I did not know this. Uh, I guess he just wasn't a big enough star that it became a big national story upon his 2016 passing. But Thursday would have been Emilio's 53rd birthday and his sons who are part of a band and on the Warner Music Nashville label, the band called the Last Bandoleros, his sons Diego and Emilio the Fourth, they are honoring their dad, their late dad, and they are releasing today a song called "What Would You Be Doing," and we're going to play a portion of that in just a second, as these San Antonio-born brothers wrote this emotional song for their late father, Emilio. And we're going to have that, a portion of that, but we've got to first give props to Dad, the late, great Tejano and country singer Emilio, and the song that got him on the chart more than any other single in country music, It's Not the End of the World. I once believed I couldn't go wrong If you ever said goodbye Now you're gone my heart still beats Lord knows how or why Now your leaving didn't kill me All that it did Was tear my life apart So I guess it's not The end of the world But it's a damn good start The moon's gonna Just like it did yesterday But I know that time Is not gonna stop Just because you went away Your goodbye has taught me A man's gonna live And to heal with his broken heart I know it's not the end of the But it's a damn good start I've still got my job I've still got my health And an occasional smile I've still got my friends They still come around Every once in a while 
I promise myself I'll get over you But I never get too far I know it's not the end of the world But it's a damn good start The moon's gonna rise The tide's gonna fall Just like it did yesterday But I know that time is not gonna stop Just because you went away Your goodbye has taught me A man's gonna live And to heal with his broken heart I know it's not the end of the world But it's a damn good start I know it's not the end of the world But it's a damn good start That climbed to number 27 back in 95 for Emilio, and that is from his CD, Life is Good. Check it out. A very good album, but there were so many people trying to make their mark in country music back in the 90s that it was very easy to be forgotten about, and that's what happened with Emilio. He he kept trying. He had a couple more albums come out, but his niche was really the Latin regional Mexican chart and appealing to Tejano fans primarily in Texas, even in Mexico. In fact, just before he died in 2016, he had been to Monterey in Mexico for a concert celebrating Mother's Day in that city, and he died just after that. Emilio, a great Southerner, a great Texan, a great Mexican-American singer, and we honor him on the All Show. Now, his sons, Diego and Emilio IV, as I said, they're part of a Nashville-based band called The Last Bandoleros on Warner Music Nashville. And they are putting out a song today. They're releasing it called, What Would You Be Doing? To honor Emilio on what this week would have been his 56th birthday. And here's a portion of the son's tribute to their dad. No, I don't want to sound selfish. So I don't really want to say it, no. But when you come to mind, it's hard to go about my day. When I get down think to myself Would you be driving across town to your favorite spot to have a couple of beers and a couple of shots? Would you be grabbing some smokes and calling me up to meet you there? Would we talk about our lives? Would we laugh until we cry? What would you What would you be doing right now? The Last Bandoleros with the song, What Would You Be Doing? A tribute to their father and those two we heard singing there, Diego and Emilio IV, who are part of this band, honoring their late father, former Grammy-winning Tejano superstar Emilio, Emilio Navarra III, who died two years ago but would have celebrated his birthday and turned 56 had he been alive today. He died two years ago, sadly. Well, that is a bittersweet three-pack of songs here on the Y'all Show. I actually gave you a little fourth song 
throw that in there. But uh, again, we remember great music here. And here's a guy who really was unusual in country music coming from the Tejano side and made his mark. As small as it was, maybe in the long-term effect of country music, it's still a mark. And he still will always be on the charts in country music, the late, great Emilio. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to dive into hashtag hullabaloo. Are you ready for it? Are, are, are you ready for it? Are you really ready for it? Yeah, we've got that coming up. And as we get out of here this week, we'll tell you about some basketball goings on tonight on Fox. And we'll look at maybe some baseball action planned for the weekend. And we'll close it up with from Dixie with Love. That's ahead on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Jessica Alba, entrepreneur and mom. When it comes to helping students succeed, I'm all in. And so is Staples. That's why I'm teaming up with Staples for Students and DonorsChoose.org, the charity that helps teachers bring learning to life. Join us by donating in-store or online at staplesforstudents.com. Your donation will help local teachers make a difference for their students because every kid deserves a great start this school year. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Our Twitter account, at Y'all Show. Our Instagram, The Y'all Show. Encourage you to go on and follow us. It's quite easy. It's quite fun. And we've got some good stuff coming down the old turnpike on both of those fronts, both Twitter and Instagram. So don't miss out. Don't miss out. As we said in the hour one, as we were wrapping up, I lost track. I don't remember, or I couldn't remember until I went and looked it up during this last break, how many episodes of Y'all we've done thus far. If you want to catch up on the Y'all Show, you can go anytime into the iTunes podcast section and see what is available, and it's just a click of a button. You can even cheat in iTunes, at least, and some other of our streaming partners that you can get the podcast edition of the show. You actually can listen to the show at like one and a half times speed. I think I saw one that gives you like twice the speed. So I can talk like really fast and you can get through the show a lot quicker if you got stuff to do. Or you can even slow it down. But yeah, if you want to listen to the Y'all Show, go to iTunes Podcast. It's on iPhones. It's on any kind of Apple product, including laptops. It's on iPads, iPhones, maybe even the Apple Watches may have iTunes podcast they probably do I don't have an Apple watch but yeah we want to keep you posted and if you can't get us on one of our great stations broadcast stations that carry the y'all show which we want to thank those wonderful people that carry our show on the terrestrial airwaves across the Dixie land thank you very much for that 
But if you miss it, or if you do hear it on a radio station, but you want to go back and share it and such, every show we do, uploaded so you can download. We do the upload, you do the download. I need to write that song. That could be a, a major hit. So, I lost track. This episode today, we need some a drum roll sound effects. I need somebody to, to be ready to shout across the valley. <laughs> this today is episode number 50. <laughs> Five zero. This is episode 50 of the Y'all Show. How about that? A half a hundred. We've been doing this show since the middle of June, and now we reach our 50th episode today. So each show is two hours, and this is their 50th episode. So if I learned anything in school, 50 times 2 is, what is that, uh, uh, 100. So if you got got 100 hours to kill, and there's 24 hours in a day, so roughly four days worth of listening to the Y'all Show, if you got four days of nothing going on, put us on a loop. Keep us playing. I think it. I think you think it'll help you out. It'll be an ego boost for you. We've had some darn good stuff in fifty episodes. If I can brag, and I'm going to brag. Yeah, I realize with President Trump in the White House, of which I have no problem with him being president, and most of the South feels the same way. But even if you're a Trump hater, if there's one thing Trump has educated people like me on. It's to not be bashful and to brag. Now, he probably does it too much, but the guy wouldn't be elected. He wouldn't be the president of the United States if he hadn't had that brash personality, if he wasn't a bragger, if he hadn't have been everything's the great and wonderful. He, he wouldn't be Donald Trump, and he, he wouldn't have been elected. He would be nowhere. He, he actually probably would have never been on the national scene to start with. He would have been some guy trying to make a buck in New York City. But because of his very unusual but purely American persona, it's influenced people like me who, look, in business and in life, you better, you better look out for number one. And you better not hold back. If, you, if you're going to sit back in the corner and say, God, I just wish I could do this. Or, golly, I wish I could have, should have done a freaking just go do it. And brag and say you're the best. I, I mean, if nothing else during the Trump dynasty, <laughs> he's taught us all, even the haters, the gift of promotion. And on the Y'all Show, I'm not afraid to say it. This is a darn good show. Thank you, President Trump, for influencing me enough to tell the audience that I think we've got a darn good show. Now, Donald Trump, you're a Yankee. And and I never thought that the South would vote for anybody in Manhattan for president. But most of the South did. And and not, not complaining. <laughs> but the guy knows the South is very key and uh, we don't talk politics a lot on the show. I don't want to. There's too many other fun stuff to talk about. But we do talk about it. And we do bring on experts on both sides of the aisle, if need be, uh, to share about Southern political 
things. By the way, there's a primary coming up Tuesday in Florida. I'm trying to get a, a person from the Sunshine State to, to stop by on Tuesday's show and help get you ready for the Republican and Democratic primary in Florida. I think Florida's the last southern state to have a primary, and that's Tuesday. Then we move on to the general election for everybody come November. But thank you, Trump and anybody else out there who is not afraid to stand up for themselves because politics and business kind of are the same, and they're kind of like being out in the wild. you got to fight for yourself. you got to say you're the best because nobody else – well, somebody else may say it, and that's wonderful, but the chances are they're not because people have their own agenda and they got their own distractions. And even if they feel like you're wonderful, they might be just too distracted, shy, embarrassed to ever tell you. But we're good, and we appreciate it. Episode 50 today of the Y'all Show. Okay, enough bragging on Y'all. But we can continue if you'd like. Let's brag on our great Southerners, if you don't mind. Mascara Glamour. M-A-S-K-C-A-R-A-G-L-A-M-M-A. At Mascara G on Twitter here in hashtag Hullabaloo. Helping women to enhance, not cover their beauty. 60 is the new 40, and I'm proof. Well, Mascara Glamour, you have it going on, girl. Yeah, good stuff. And she puts, for those that don't know, I'm a Southern gal. Born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, living in the Midwest currently, but I'll be back in the South again in a couple of years. And then she puts sigh, <laughs> hashtag Southern. Then she's got an image of a message that says, my y'all is authentic. Well, if you're from Atlanta, and hopefully you're from, maybe you say you're from Atlanta. Now that, to a lot of people, is kind of a joke, because most people that know anything about metro atlanta or georgia think that nobody's from atlanta you're you're from somewhere else but she says she's from atlanta she says she's a southern gal we don't want to question mascara glamour but she says her y'all is authentic so while you're serving time in the midwest you're living in exile wish you well don't lose that y'all don't lose that southernness and get back here real soon okay we appreciate it mascara glamour Haley A is on Twitter, at how underscore double zero underscore Alex. Haley says that she's an electrical engineer who wants to talk about everything. Okay, well, I'm sure you appreciate us bragging about ourselves here just a few seconds back. But Haley says, bless his or her heart is probably my favorite Southern saying because it's secretly a double entendre for he, she, deserved it so when you hear bless his heart or bless her heart it's what Haley's saying it's another way of saying he deserved it or she deserved it and i like that i kind of think the whole bless her heart is a little bit fake and used too much to promote the narrative that southerners are so old south and bless your heart but whenever somebody looks at you and says, well, you deserve it, if that means the same as bless your heart, go for it, Haley A. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us here on the Y'all Show. That's pretty funny. 
Mandy P period S period at Brown underscore Asia on Twitter, a geek of all trades, a Christian, a writer, and an engineer. Mandy, proud to be an engineer. And Mandy writes, was listening to an album of Sela singing hymns and got to There is Power in the Blood and had a moment of shock. I have never once heard someone sing that song and pronounce power, power, instead of poor. Hashtag Southern. And I'm hoping, Mandy, that I'm not totally butchering Sela and that song, There is Power in the Blood. Now, let me show my ignorance on contemporary Christian music. I was not familiar with the band Sela. That's S-E-L-A-H. Sela is a contemporary Christian vocal trio that consists of Todd Smith, Alan Hall, and Amy Perry. And they've been featured on the 700 Club, Hour of Power, and TBN. Been around many years. I think they're based in Nashville. But Sela must have done a song where they got real Southern with their pronunciation of power. And it caught the ear of Mandy. So give Sela a listen if you are a fan of contemporary Christian music. Something we should put on here on the Y'all Show from time to time. I used to see some of those people running around Nashville because Nashville is the home of gospel music as well as country music and other types of music called Nashville Home. But certainly a recording home for gospel and southern gospel music and such. Nashville, the buckle of the Bible Belt, home of the Southern Baptist Church. If you're a Southern Baptist out there listening to us on the Y'all Show, everybody wants Let's not yell, but maybe toot your horn. Don't don't hold on it too long. Just just light toot. Don't don't cause a wreck. Because there's a lot of Southern Baptists. I'm half Southern Baptist. My mother was Southern Baptist. My father was Lutheran. So I'm a Lutheran Baptist, which means I'm Presbyterian, which is actually what I am. I'm currently a Presbyterian, but I I'm looking for a church. Okay, please don't send me recommendations. I'll find one, but I need a new church. My church I've been a member of was in another town. I've moved to a new place. It's in a Lutheran Dell. There's no Lutheran churches in the town I'm living in that are at least worth checking out that I've found, and I don't think they have any. And the Presbyterian churches, well, Presbyterians, just like other faiths, they've had divisions, and there's like two or three different types of Presbyterian churches. I don't know of different types of Methodist churches. I'll give them credit. There's tons of different types of Baptist churches. And then you got the Catholic Church. My gosh, have they got problems right now. Maybe I just need to become a Jew. Maybe that would be the best thing. I love Jewish history, and they've been a big part of the South, too. Maybe that maybe that's a good option. You know, Can't go wrong there. But uh, not giving up on Christianity quite yet, and maybe I'll find me a good church. Church here pretty soon to go check out. But uh, Mandy, thank you. Good news there from Sela. And I promise you at a Lutheran or Presbyterian church, they're not going to be playing Sela. Okay? It's very traditional old-fashioned hymns in those old-fashioned churches. If you want to hear Sela, probably need to go to one of your more contemporary megachurch offerings out there. Hillbilly Willie's Barbecue is in Chattanooga, Tennessee, located at 115 Browns Ferry Road in the Lookout City. Now, actually, I had to look it up on the map. If you're familiar with Chattanooga, this is actually on I-24 heading west 
toward either Birmingham or Nashville is kind of where they're located there in the Tennessee Valley. Not far from Moccasin Bend is where Hillbilly Willie's Barbecue is located on Browns Ferry Road. They build themselves as a charming family-owned and operated barbecue diner with hickory smoke, fall off the bone, baby back ribs, pork, beef, and chicken, even bologna, homemade sides and desserts. You had me at bologna, but I can't wait to go to Hillbilly Willie's Barbecue at Hillbilly Willie's on Twitter. And they have a picture. It's actually not a picture. It's a video of a shaky video. So that is what really caught my eyes, like some kind of reality show of them showcasing a video of their beans, their barbecue, their slaw, and their fries all on one happy plate. Happy plate, happy plate <laughs> from Hillbilly Willie's Barbecue in Chattanooga. So when you go to Hamilton County, Tennessee, according to this picture and video that I'm seeing from their Twitter feed, the fry plate at Hillbilly Willie's where we make her saucy looks delish, and we encourage you, tell them the y'all show sent you, looks darn good. Now, I haven't had it, but at least from the shaky video, maybe if more people went to Hillbilly Willie's, they could afford a better videographer. <laughs> But it looks it looks yummy, and that's really what it all comes down to is looks. Who needs taste? It's all about looks. Also in the state of Tennessee, you'll find True Bee Honey, and that is located in Franklin in Williamson County, Tennessee. And True Bee Honey is on Twitter at T-R-U-B-E-E Honey. Beekeepers and sellers of raw wildflower honey and all-natural beeswax products. None of your beeswax. Well, the True Bee Honey is all about some beeswax. And they are announcing on their Twitter account only one day till you get to find out what this guy's going to do with our barrel-aged honey at the second annual Southern Whiskey Society event in Franklin. And that had my curiosity up. I was like a bee buzzing around. What is going on in Franklin, Tennessee, an awesome city, county seat of Williamson County, home of the Judds, home of other country music stars that are all over the place. I think Alan Jackson's had a home there and more. But in Franklin, tomorrow from 6 to 9 o'clock at night, pull out your credit card. This is not a cheap ticket. You can go to this Southern Whiskey Society event at Liberty Hall inside the factory. That's just north of downtown Franklin on Franklin Road at the factory. An awesome venue there. I'm sure most people in Middle Tennessee know about the factory. But they're going to have a VIP tour, 5 to 6 p.m. of this event. And ticket prices are $79 to $159. You can go to MadeSouth.com to find out more about the Southern Whiskey Society event in Franklin tomorrow, August 25th. And again, this is in Franklin, Tennessee. A pricey ticket. But if you know anything about Williamson County, it's probably a cheap ticket. <laughs> it is, I think, the most exclusive county in all of Tennessee, perhaps the entire south Williamson County. Lots of rich folk live in Franklin and Williamson County. And I confess, I lived in Franklin for a couple of years. But in my defense, I was not rich. And it was 20 years ago. So cut a guy break, Okay. I can't afford Franklin now. I wish I could. I'm just, just one of you. I'm just one of y'all. <laughs> but I'd like to be in the 
high society crowd going to the Southern Whiskey Society event in Franklin tomorrow night if I if I had my choice. Ronnie Dahl's on Twitter at Ronnie D A H L, and Ronnie is a former reporter, a pet parent, and addicted to Starbucks. And she had a funny tweet that I I just have to read for you here on the show. Rise and shine from Alabama. Now, where can I find homemade biscuits and gravy? Hashtag hospitality. And she has a gif attached to her tweet with uh, Snoopy wearing sunglasses with the caption, Good morning. And that coming from Ronnie Dahl. So she says she's a former reporter. Now, if you're a former reporter, there's probably a, a history somewhere out there on the interweb about you. And sure enough, turns out Ronnie Dahl, D-A-H-L, and Ronnie's a female, was a reporter at, I love these call letters, she was a reporter on WXYZ television in Detroit, Michigan, not Detroit, Alabama. Did you know there's a town in Alabama, in northwest Alabama, called Detroit, not far from Hamilton? You probably never heard of Hamilton, but it's right there in Marion County, Alabama, on the Mississippi line. But she was a reporter at WXYZ in Detroit, and she left that reporting position two years ago to become a spokesperson at the Detroit office of the U.S. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. And she was in Alabama, and she's looking for homemade biscuits and gravy. Surely to goodness, Ronnie, you found some good Southern hospitality in the heart of Dixie, and you got you some good homemade biscuits and gravy I don't know where you were in Alabama, perhaps in Detroit, Alabama. Maybe she went from Detroit, Michigan to Detroit, Alabama. And I can help you out in Detroit, Alabama. I know some good places in that area. Now, you might have to go down Hatley, Detroit Road over into Mississippi and go to Hatley, Mississippi and get you something there. Maybe at the Dollar General. They probably got some biscuits and gravy there. I know they got some other restaurants, too, in Monroe County, Mississippi. But, yeah, Ronnie... Hopefully you did have some success in your search for homemade biscuits and gravy, whether it was brown gravy or white gravy. Does it really matter? Especially if you're a Yankee coming from Detroit. I mean, what do they even eat for breakfast in Detroit? Fun stuff there. All our hashtag hollow blue on this Friday afternoon. Well, that wraps it up for today on the Hashtag Hello Blue. We're going to wrap up the entire week of y'all on the other side of this break. We've got basketball, we've got a little baseball, and we've got from Dixie with love. This is the Y'all Show. Hold on. Whether you brew the craftiest beer or offer the sharpest haircuts in town, we've got the right business cards to promote what makes your business great at Vistaprint. And right now, we're offering 500 custom cards starting at just $9.99. You can choose everything about your card, the shape, the paper, and you can design it yourself or ask for a little help from our support team. So get the most bang for your and head to Vistaprint.com to get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7373 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7373. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I've never felt more alive. Disclaimer, GEICO cannot guarantee you will feel more alive. You either possess functioning respiratory and circulatory systems, or you do not, or you are a zombie. If you are indeed a brain-starved zombie and you would like to save money on car insurance, the GEICO legal team applauds your excellent life choices, even in your shambling afterlife. But we strongly encourage you to visit GEICO.com or download the GEICO app. Please stay a minimum of 500 feet away from our large and presumably delicious, delicious brains. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 
this is how it ends. And we're back for the final segment of today's Y'all Show and this week's Y'all Show. Thank you for being with us, John Rawl, as we wrap it up. Hey, let's talk a little basketball. NBA dormant right now, but congrats to Ice Cube and the Big Three as this is a league that's now in its second year. And they're going to have the championship tonight in Brooklyn. And last weekend in Dallas, more than 16,000 people came out for the semifinals of this rather unusual basketball league where I think three people face off against three other people and you get all kind of crazy points for sitting on a thing on the floor and hitting it from there. You get a bunch of points. And it's got former NBA players as part of it, and it's become a big deal. I think they mix in music and concerts with the basketball action. The game tonight in Brooklyn will be on Fox, and it's going to feature Power versus Three's Company. Power includes Corey Maggot and also Glenn Big Baby Davis from LSU fame. Three's Company has Andre Emmett and also... It has co-captain Drew Gooden as part of Three's Company. So you got Three's Company and Power, P-O-W-E-R, in the Big Three Championship in Brooklyn. Some basketball worth worth checking out. Something different. I, I like different, and this is definitely different going on in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. I don't keep up with the Nets too much. I'm still mad they move them. Joyzy, I always liked that name, the New Jersey Nets, and I like their colors. And then they had to move to Brooklyn and change to the Brooklyn Nets, and they changed their colors to a boring black and white scheme. I'm just a curmudgeon. I'm sorry. I just want to see. I, I like the New Jersey Nets. Back in the Jason Kidd days, remember when he was suiting up for the New Jersey Nets? Yeah, that that's 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 my style there. Now let's move over to baseball this weekend and Major League Baseball action to get you set up for the weekend. The Baltimore Orioles are hosting the New York Yankees and other Southern teams playing. The Washington Nats travel to the Mets this weekend. Braves are going South Beach hunting. They're going to Miami to face the Marlins. The Tampa Bay Rays host the Red Sox this weekend in a series. You've got the Kansas City Royals hosting the Cleveland Indians. The St. Louis Cards head over to Colorado for a series against the Rockies. Rockies have been very good of late. Did you see that they swept the Braves four straight games when they went to Hotlanta the other day? The Houston Astros are in Anaheim to take on the Los Angeles Angels. And finally, the other Southern team in action this weekend look for a series, an interleague series between the Rangers of Texas and the San Francisco Giants. And we've got more preseason NFL wrapping up this weekend. Remember, only a few more games left on the preseason slate. I think every game, every team wraps up by Thursday of this coming week. And then no games for NFL next weekend. It's all college football. Then the NFL boys, they get it going right after Labor Day. On that Thursday will be the debut of Monday or Thursday night football. Then you got all the action for for the professional leagues, if they even have a professional league. With all the national controversy over the national anthem, nothing would surprise me if more and more people want to show their fannies and lead a boycott, lead a walkout. Who, who the heck knows? Uh, it's a developing situation. But the NFL needs to – they just need to play football, okay? And maybe the president just needs to play 
president for a while. But this is a guy, remember, that actually owned a professional football team at one time. The New Jersey, not Nets, New Jersey Generals of the old USFL. Some people say he killed the USFL by pushing for it to move from a spring league to a fall league. But I like those generals. They had Herschel Walker. They had, let's see, Doug Flutie was a quarterback for them. Yeah, a couple of really good Heisman winners on the same team of the USFL back in the early 80s. And good uniforms, too. The New Jersey Generals and owner Donald J. Trump. Well, that is a look at our professional action going on. We already told you about college sports. That's going on for the first time tomorrow. You'll have college football games that mean something, not preseason action. I know the game I'm going to be trying to find is Rice and Prairie View. That game played in Houston at Rice Stadium. Also, you got the FCS kickoff, Jacksonville State, and North Carolina A&T at the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery also happening on Saturday, a big FCS versus FCS game. Actually, the only FCS versus FCS game on the schedule tomorrow. You got a couple of games between FCS and FBS teams, but that is the only what they call FCS kickoff game going on in Montgomery's Crampton Bowl on Saturday. Well, thanks again for listening to the Y'all Show. It's been a ball once again to be with you all week long on this, our 50th episode of the show all about y'all, the show where we talk with a Southern accent. I'm John Rawl. We'll have a great weekend. We will see you Monday. To get us out of here is our anthem from Dixie with love. Everybody, salute. Whether you brew the craftiest beer or offer the sharpest haircuts in town, we've got the right business cards to promote what makes your business great at Vistaprint. And right now, we're offering 500 custom cards starting at just $9.99. You can choose everything about your card, the shape, the paper, and you can design it yourself or ask for a little help from our support team. So get the most bang for your and head to Vistaprint.com to get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7373 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7373. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I've never felt more alive. Disclaimer, GEICO cannot guarantee you will feel more alive. You either possess functioning respiratory and circulatory systems, or you do not, or you are a zombie. If you are indeed a brain-starved zombie and you would like to save money on car insurance, the GEICO legal team applauds your excellent life choices, even in your shambling afterlife. But we strongly encourage you to visit GEICO.com or download the GEICO app. Please stay a minimum of 500 feet away from our large and presumably delicious, delicious brains. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.